this coming Tuesday uh, will be Asara Batavis. And uh, what we know about Asara Batavis taught in school, is that that was the day that the siege of Yerushalayim was begun. So that means that's when Nebuchadnezzar uh, surrounded Yerushalayim and laid siege to it, which was, it just perceived as the beginning of the process of the Harbin of the Beis HaMikdash, and that's why we fast. In truth, there's actually more than one reason why we fast on Asar B'Tevis. There are th- a couple of other things that happened in the month of Tevis. One was that Ezra HaSeifer passed away, and Nehemiah, and they were kind of the, the greatest leaders of the of the the jury that went into Golos and they were the ones that put everybody back on track. If you learn through their svarim, they 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 uh, did damage control from all the damage that happened to Klal Yisrael in in uh, Golos, and with their passing, it was a big step down uh, for Klal Yisrael. So that was a uh, that was one Tainus. I gave a share once about why it was so special the fact that they passed away. Um, and the other thing that happened on Chestavis was that uh, Greek Egyptian King Ptolemy forced the elders to translate the Torah into Greek, the Septuagint, and that was another reason to fast because it was the first time that the Bible, so to speak, was handed over to the nations. So instead of making us fast three days, they all grouped it together on Asar Batavis. Now, uh, the, but the classic reason for Asar B'tavis, which is that it was the day the siege was laid, is something very important that we need to understand, and that'll give us a very important perspective on how to relate to Asar B'tavis. And I've spoken about this in the past, but I always like to review it because it's so, it's just otherwise you don't really understand what it is that we're meant to think. The siege was laid by Nebuchadnezzar's army, that is true, but the Harbin did not happen in Tishabav of that year. So the siege was laid, and then 30 months later was when the Kharbin happened. A solid two and a half years later was when the Kharbin actually happened. So it wasn't from Asar B'tavis to Tishabab. It wasn't. It was Asar B'tavis, and then it was quite a while. Not only that, but the, he actually lifted the siege in the middle. Why? Because he was attacked. You know, Nebuchadnezzar was a, one of these people that conquered the world, and it's a very hard, tough business running world conquering because, you know, people keep on rebelling in the different little countries, and you have to keep attending to it. So he was uh, slaying siege on Yerushalayim, and the Egyptians rebelled. So he had to withdraw his siege and go uh, uh, wage war against the Egyptians. So there was a time in the middle when the siege was actually lifted. And then they came back, and then eventually the Harbin happened. And then this is actually very important. It's very relevant. Um, now, the, the siege itself was very long, uh, and it was a very, very close call, meaning it was very expensive for Nebuchadnezzar to feed and to, uh, to, to cater to his whole army for the duration of the siege. And as long as the people inside were fortified and they had enough food and, and whatever they needed, and they could hold out, they ultimately were going to win because the army just would run out of funds and they would run out of provisions and they would have to leave. And it wasn't that long that he could, you know, he had to bring his provisions with him. He couldn't keep it going forever. So the, as it turns out, we know the Gemara says by the second base of Mikdash, uh, they had endless amounts of provisions. They could have lasted for 21 years and likelihood is that they had similar things in the first place of Mikdash. So, Kalal Yisrael was under the impression that we're safe over here in Yerushalayim, and we're going to make it through this siege. And as a result, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a nevuah to Yecheskel, and he showed him this vision of a pot with meat boiling inside it, and he, and he demonstrated that the meat will boil and boil and boil, and eventually it'll get burnt up. Meaning that they thought that the pot, which is their schosim, the base of Mikdash, the wall, will protect them, the same way the pot protects the meat, but it won't. It, eventually it'll go and it'll all burn up. Now, 
what the Chassam Seifer says, which is uh, the main point I want to share with you today, uh, he says a fascinating, a fascinating thing. He says that really when the siege began, it began in Asar B'tavis, and he said really the whole harvest should have happened on Asar B'tavis. That's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu had decreed that they came to the point where they had lost this chosim. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu said it's the middle of the winter, and if they go to Gaul in the middle of the winter, many people will die because of their freeze to death. So Akash had Rahmanis and said, we're going to delay it till the summer. Once it was delayed, so that the way it works in Shemaim is that, okay, now it's up for discussion. It was delayed, so now who says it's going to happen? It had to be re-examined. Sure enough, it was re-examined, and instead of happening in that Tisha B'av, it was delayed. It was delayed so much that the siege was actually called off. And the Psukim and Yirmiya explain why. Because Klai Yisrael actually did tshuva. What was the main thing Hashem wanted them to do tshuva for? They were enforcing, they were, they were taking other Jews as slaves, which the Torah allows if they sell themselves, but they were keeping them longer than what was allowed. They were enforcing other Jews to work for them. Uh, it was cruel and it was unjust. So that was the main chet at the time. It was a big Yitzhahara. And they had all these free service that they were taking. So they had to set them free. So they did. Chayisra listened to Yirmiya and Navi, and they actually set these people free. And when they set these people free, Nebuchadnezzar lifted a siege. Lo and behold, they actually managed to accomplish something. They, Shemayim, they said, you did it? Good. But then it says that a little bit while later, they sent out little uh, secret spies, and they abducted those slaves back again. And they took them back again as slaves, so they reneged on their commitment, and they did, uh, undid their tshuva. And sure enough, the siege came back. So it was never Pashut that just because the siege began in Sarabatavis that it was going to end uh, with, with Tisha B'av. There was a, uh, There was an opportunity for Tshuva. And by definition, it was delayed so that Klai Yisrael could still accomplish and they almost did. But they, 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 they just, it wasn't real. So it didn't last. And as a result, Klai Yisrael, uh, well, the, we suffered the carbon. So the, what, what the Chassam Seifer says is that every year this repeats itself. Meaning, every year when Tisha B'av comes and the carbon is happened, so to speak. The base mixture is now rebuilt. It says it's as if it was Nechrav, because we didn't have the schosim to help it get rebuilt. So he says, the same way on that year, Asar Betavis is when it was determined, should it happen or should it not happen, on Tisha B'av. And initially it was decided, no, you know, we'll delay, we'll, we'll consider it, we'll see, we'll Klai Yisrael do Tshuva. So Asar Betavis, he says, is the time when in Shemayim the deliberations begin. Should the Harbin happen this Tishabav, or in our terms, should the Basimik just be rebuilt this Tishabav? And Asar Batavis is the time when Shemayim when the decree is either made or it's not made. And if we show potential that we're going to do tshuva, then it's not made. And then there's a large potential that that perhaps the Basimikdush can be built. So he says that it's every year on Asar Batavis is a tremendous Osiris in Shemayim. See where is Kalaisra holding? Will that happen? Will we make that decree or not? And that he says is the significance and the importance of Asar B'tavis for us every year. It's a time to truly think about what, how, like every fast day, the Rambam says, is a time of tshuva, it's a time of self-improvement, it's a time to think about what we can do, what we can change, how we can remember maybe what we th- thought about on Yom Kippur and Asar Simei Tshuva, and maybe make put some of it into motion, and that hopefully will be a schuss for all of us that Mashiach Tzikene will come this year, and the base of English will be rebuilt, instead of being destroyed on Tisha B'av. Have a good night. And a good Shabbos.